fuck this script. Can we just do an intro without one? Yeah, fuck it. Roll the track. I am choosing to whisper today because Taylor hates my intros. I don't hate them. They just come through my ears like a fucking freight train. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't do it. Welcome back. (laughs) Authorized antics. I'm fucking Taylor. (laughs) And I'm Hannah. I am being calm because Taylor is annoyed by my voice. (laughs) I said one thing about how it's loud. And And now I will never let it go. And this is how you change our intros. Okay, anyway, we're back. We're back. I'm sober. Taylor's finished a whole bottle of wine. I wind up. She's gone. I'm good. I'm here. I'm stable. But For for now. But we have a really exciting episode that we've been wanting to do since the beginning of authorized antics when we were like okay we have a podcast what are we talking about this was a topic that we thought of and it goes a little like this you know when you meet somebody and they're just not all who they seem to be well what we like to call that what we like to title it as are deal breakers red flags and turnoffs. Is sometimes you meet someone and you have this thing called the ick. You're disgusted by them. Such a good word. Sometimes you meet the someone, ick. they have that, you think you're going to like them, then they do something and you are disgusted, repulsed, want to vomit on them, but you kindly excuse yourself. And you, and you don't go back to them is basically yeah. the, the summary of all of oh, these well, icks. Or you do and then you regret it years later. And that's when you go back and listen to episode number seven about things we'll never do again, having low standards. Please don't do it. (laughs) Right, because there's lots of red flags, but I've definitely looked at them and been like, eh, it's fine. They look a little orange sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, Eh, we all have flaws. We'll work through it. Anyway, we are here to talk about all of these because, quite frankly, I think they're pretty fucking relatable. Yeah. I feel like red flags are like are like worldwide and it's like yep those are red flags in general like everyone pretty much has the same ones but deal breakers on the other hand are kind of personal I think like one thing that could be disgusting to me you could love in someone I agree and that's why we're kind of sharing our own to each its own let's get into it it is hawk or summer Hannah and I have been on our single girl, single hot shit girl. Oh my God, Taylor's fucking gone. Hold on. (laughs) Oh my God, buckle in. Single hot girl summer shit. There we go. I am here. I'm not gone. I'm not leaving. I'm present. But what I meant to say is that over the past couple of weekends, that summer has been here Hannah and I have some experiences but we also have stories I want to first talk about a deal breaker 
of mine that is also kind of a red flag and could kind of go either way, but it is kind of seeing a guy or dating a guy that is too ego driven. So when they're like talking to you, when they're trying to converse with you, it's all about them. It's all about what they do. It's just all about literally their ego. I can't stand it. And so if it's kind of like, if it's someone I'm hooking up with, it's like, okay, it's fine. I, I, I get what your like goals are and your priorities are. It's yourself, but it's not coming off in a confident way. It's coming off in like an ego absorbed way. So that's a red flag. But if it's someone I'm like looking to like learn more about, talk more to, and they're way too ego driven, I can't stand it. I, I like will not talk to you again. I won't, I won't go out with you again. I really, really despise someone who is too ego-driven. I just think it sends off the wrong vibe. And there is a fine line between being confident and being like overconfident and having this huge ego that is all that you can talk about. I understand that. But I feel like personally, I'm a pretty good like what's the word? I don't know, like seeker. Like I, I seek the, the, the fine line between the confident and the ego driven. And if I can sense that you are too ego driven, I, I won't see you again. I won't talk to you again. It's just a big deal breaker to me. That's more of a deal breaker than a red flag. I feel like. I feel like I have a toxic outlook on this. Okay. <laughs> just toxic. Because while you were talking, I was like, yeah, I can see that. And then I was like, but everyone loves talking about themselves. Yeah. Like, I feel like I every single person would rather talk about themselves than learn about someone else. And that might not even be in, like, a rude way. It might just be because that's easier. And, like, that's what you know. Like, you know yourself. So it's easier to talk about yourself. Whereas, like, yeah. trying to engage and, like, ask another person questions and, like, try to feel them out is rough. So, like, as you were saying that, I was like, well, maybe, maybe some people don't mean to do it, but I do know what you're saying, like, the certain type of guy that is just all about themselves and, like, their looks and, and so, talks yeah. about how hot they are. So, yeah, that's what I guess I mean is, like, I can sense when you are trying to tell me about yourself versus make the whole conversation about yourself. And, like, how amazing you are. Yeah. Yeah. But also, Tay, I feel like that's definitely a deal breaker in, like, a relationship sense. But in, like, a hooking up sense, I feel like you love that. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, if I'm sitting down with you and I'm, like, trying to have a conversation, trying to get no, trying to know more about you, I, I don't want to hear all about you. I want to have the chance to talk about myself. True. I think if you are in one of those situations where it's like a hookup scenario though, and they're being super egotistical and just talking about how hot they are, how amazing they are, but you like still kind of want to go forward with them. I think it is kind of fun to like play into it though and kind of like yeah. give it right back to them. Yes. Yeah, so just because not- you like know you're not going to date them, but you like just want to have fun with them. Yeah. I think that could be really fun, like to try not to get bothered by it and just like go along with it and be like, oh yeah, like you are the best. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Feeding into it can help in a 
hookup situation. And mm-hmm. I've, I've definitely done that before. But also, I feel like I have a big red flag that's kind of like similar to this, but not at the same time. And I feel like it has to do with if the person that I'm like talking to, trying to hook up with, whatever, a red flag, like a big red flag for me is if like this person starts to immediately flex themselves or their life, lifestyle, which is kind of like parallel to their ego, maybe I'm immediately turned off and I would rather not hear about their money there these people um (laughs) (laughs) everywhere i feel like i feel like new york city mostly where i go to schools where i encounter these people not not like i'm not seeking out these people but if i'm just like sparking conversation with with guys i hear a lot at least like at school in new york city about their money, where they come from, where they live, what they're wearing. And I'm like, enough. Ew, I feel like I have not come across this. Yeah, I I don't know if it's... I only have in guys who are like gym rats. Like, oh my God, look how Mm. muscular I am and are constantly flexing and fucking stuff like that. Not in the sense of like, look how rich I am. Okay, well, then that's a conversation like for both. Like you can flex in the sense that you are like, this big fucking tough guy who works out every day and like portrays themselves as this like physically like attractive person and your personality either follows that or is like very shallow (laughs) or what I'm talking about was like flexing on like materialistic money type things. I feel like that's an immediate red flag because I don't know in a, in a relationship, like that's a red flag. I do not want to, talk to you anymore if all you're talking about is like what you're flexing about but even like in a in a hookup situation if I'm just like talking to you for the night like before we're like we're trying to hook up I I don't want to hear all about you and your quote-unquote successes I would rather the conversation be much more balanced between the both of us but not all about you not about all about the money that you have like I want to I want to like have genuine conversation, even if I don't care about you. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Even if you're just with someone for the night, you obviously still want to have some form of connection. So you're having a good time. Right. And yeah, I think that goes back to before. It's really fun to flip it on them. But I don't think you can do that in a scenario where they're like talking about how rich they are and like stuff like that. But you can do it if they're talking about their physical appearance it's fun to like spin it on them and just play into it because I feel like I have come across those people and I feel like I used to get really insecure and intimidated by that because they were talking about how great they are and I was like oh shoot I'm not like that I'm less than that but now I've like if I am encountering those people in whatever situation now I know that like they're really just saying all that because they're insecure and like if they are rich, they feel like that's the only thing going for them. Maybe their personality fucking sucks. So they're like, well, I have money. So maybe that'll impress someone and they're actually just insecure. Yes. I agree with that so hard. I feel like another one of my deal breakers has to do with like 
not having goals for yourself. And so if like money or your family's money is all that you have going for yourself and you have no goals like, like extended from that or like in the future from like that, I'm so turned off by you. That is like one of my biggest deal breakers ever in the sense of not having a passion and like not having a dream or anything that you're rooting for. Like, I don't care if you have zero dollars, but if you're like, I want to accomplish this, then that's amazing. Like, I just want you to have some fire under your ass to like want to do something or even if I don't care at all about the subject you're interested in, if it makes you happy and you are like inspired to be waking up and like striving for something every day, then fucking go you. Like I feel like Taylor and I both have had many different like creative things we've wanted to do. Like for one being this podcast and like we're finally doing it. But I feel like I've had many things that I've wanted to do and like not known how I would get there and a lot of them have failed and whatever but in my heart I'm like well I know that I care about this yeah I know there's things I care about and I want to change the world in some ways like I know there's certain areas that I could talk about all day long and that fire me up and if you have none of those things and you're just kind of like eh through every topic like that is boring and like very unattractive to me I agree I I will not honest to God speak to you again if like the first time that we talk and we're trying to get to know each other trying to get to know each other's goals aspirations current like lifestyles and you have nothing to add to that type of conversation I don't want it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I just feel so passionate about a lot of different things in my life. And I want to like preface by saying that as we're talking about goals and aspirations for yourself, it doesn't have to be education-based. It doesn't have to be career-based. If you have a simple goal of like, fuck, I don't know, like spending more time with your family, achieving some sort of like fitness school. Like as long as you have this goal for yourself, regardless of what category of life it falls into, that's what I'm attracted to. It makes me understand that you're working towards something for yeah. yourself, not for for someone, someone else. Right. Even if you have like hobbies and I'm not talking like video games. Yeah gentlemen I am not referring to that but (laughs) if you have like a hobby that adds some sort of positive thing to your life and I know all the gamers out there right now are being like well I can talk to my friends and I have skills doing this stop just stop just please go stop 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 stop. (laughs) I'm not talking about video games but I'm talking about like hobbies or topics that you care about and can teach me something like that kind of does go back to earlier when it's like everyone just wants to talk about themselves But honestly, like, I do want to hear about other people if they have, like, something to add. If they have, yeah, like, a job or a hobby or something that they care about, I will be the most curious person ever. Like, I'll want to know all about that. But if you're just, like, a snooze fest, then, yeah, I'm just going to talk all about myself because you're boring me. I agree. And you're, you're the opposite end of that. Like whoever I'm talking to is probably not going to like that either. As much as I just said like 10 minutes ago about how I don't like an egotistical person, 
I don't know if anyone does. I don't know if like that person is going to want to hear me talk about myself the whole time. Yeah. So, so that's when I aspire to have like someone come in and talk about themselves in a like mature, um, kind of like goal oriented way where, where they have something that they're working toward, whether it's big or small. But I want to say that I have like a red flag of if like a guy comes up to me and talks to me and stuff and like, and then finally gets to the point in the conversation of like asking for like my contact information. If he immediately asks for my Snapchat, I am so turned off from from the very second it happens. If you do not ask me for my number first, I won't give you a damn thing. Me fucking too. Like, I hate Snapchat. Literally. Especially we're in college and like, if you're out of college, like everyone, like let's just all collectively decide that we don't need Snapchat anymore. (laughs) Yep, we're collectively deciding today on Authorized Antics, Snapchat is a waste of time. (laughs) People of the world, listen up. Snapchat is dead. Let's all delete it. But no, even even if you want to keep it, yeah, please don't have that be your first like line of communication. Oh, Uh -uh. that's another thing too. If you're like actually talking to a guy and like pursuing interest in them, if if they are only talking to me on Snapchat, no, like I don't want anything from you. I don't want a thing from you. Oh, like, okay. No, Taylor, I am not done. I need to get into this because I have recently, since I am like newly single, I have been like attempting to use Snapchat and honestly I'm just gonna say it here today that I don't want to like watching Taylor Snapchat (laughs) pains me because I've like seen her Snapchat just back and forth with like this guy for just hours and no words are exchanged nothing comes of it there is not a conversation at all and I'm just like what do you guys do and it's just your face back and forth like how many poses can you come up with? And like, how many, like, and guys just do the freaking half face or like just the eyebrows. Like, what is the point of that? It's a huge waste of time. Like, I get it. If people are hot, it's like, cool. We've seen that we're hot now for like an hour. Are, is anything going to happen from here? And if not, let's just stop. Yeah. This is where I feel like a hypocrite because I hate the whole like first and first impression, first conversation, like, I want to keep talking to you. Let me get your Snapchat sort of situation. And I'm, I'm turned off by that. And I just want you to ask for my number, but I am still the bitch that keeps Snapchatting guys. And it's not my choice. I think it's just what I've trying to justify myself here. Stop, Stop, Taylor. (laughs) It's just fucking bullshit. I'm not trying to justify anything at this point. I fucking hate it. I'm I'm 21. Hannah is 21. A lot of the guys that we talk to, Snapchat, date, text, whatever, are around the same age. We're not in middle school anymore, people. If any male is listening to this, if anyone is listening to this, I don't care who you identify as, if you are using Snapchat as your first form of communication to get to know someone or just try to hook up with someone, quit it. Stop. Ask Ugh. for their number. I'm tired of it. Me too. And that goes right into my next point because on Snapchat, 
I would just like to know what's happening. Like, what's the deal here? <laughs> we've sent, we've sent our face back, back and forth a million times. What do you want from me? Like, do you just want to have sex? Would you like to use your words and ask me a question <laughs> so we could communicate? Like, what's the deal? I would just like to know that. And that is my next point is that I would like to not guess what you're thinking at all times and play mind reader. Like yeah. the biggest, probably just overall for me in any situation, just the biggest fucking turnoff, deal breaker, whatever, all of them again, I don't know, all of them, <laughs> all of them combined, <laughs> is if I have to guess what you're thinking. And I am again here today to tell you, because I feel like this gets such a stereotype on girls because guys are always like, oh, we ask girls what's wrong and they say nothing. And then something actually is bothering them. Like, I don't think it's like a girl to guy thing. I just feel like there's certain humans who do that and there's certain ones who don't. And I would like to not guess what you're thinking. Yeah. And I would just like you to tell me what you want from me. And I yes. will do the same because if you want nothing or like you want me to get out of your face yeah. or if you like just want to have sex, fine. Fucking Tell, tell me. me. Yes, exactly. And because if you don't tell me and I think we're going to be something more and then you actually just like didn't want anything from me, then I'm going to be pissed. But if you were to look me in my eyes, be like, <laughs> I just want to have sex with you and then get away from you. Fine. Use your words. Yes. And that is like literally the first thing I associate with that is a literal red flag of mine. And yeah. that is insecurity. Yeah. Where you are like insecure within yourself, your actions, what you're trying to do with this person that you're into. I feel like all of what you just said comes down to this person like in this like in our situation, guy, like being insecure about themselves. That's a fucking red flag to me. Or like they're scared to hurt your feelings, which thank you for being a nice guy. But again, you're going to hurt my feelings more if you just don't tell me straight up what it is. Right. Because and then I can like set my expectations accordingly. And if you tell me what you want, I might not like that. And I might you know, leave you. Like, I will do the same. I will tell you back what I want. But we just, we just got to have, you know, honesty here. Exactly. Honesty, transparency. And a lot of that is like prohibited by insecurity. Like one of the people or like two of the people in this like relationship, whatever is insecurity. You're too insecure to be transparent about what you want or, or what you're interested in or what, or what you'd like for the future. And like this not only goes with the conversation of like hitting each other on up on Snapchat. Like, do you want to fuck? Do you want to talk? Do you want me out of your life? But like also like bigger realms of like our existence of like fucking being in a relationship, like loyalty, trauma, like everything of that sort. If you're too insecure to talk about yourself or, or what you want or to kind of like fully expose yourself to this like other individual that you're speaking to, that's kind of a red flag for me. And I know it has a lot to do with anxiety. And so I don't want to be like insensitive to that fact, but being like secure and confident in like who you are 
attracts me like a lot to you. And like, it kind of sets me up for like how I can communicate with you and like what our like relationship looks like for the future. I totally agree. And I think that goes along with one of my next points, which is, and I've actually dealt with this one more, I think in friendships, because if it has like looked like it's turning into more, I've been like, oh, that's a red flag. Goodbye. So, (laughs) and that is trying to please everyone and seeing someone be in a situation, whether they have friends, say they have (laughs) friends that are treating them like shit Mm -hmm. and they complain to you about it. They're open to you about it. You give them advice, you help them through it. They keep complaining about it, but then continue to hang out with those people or whatever like bad situation they're in. And they are like aware that it's bad you give all your effort and energy to help them try and get out of it and then they stay in it because they're too scared to like rock the boat or make someone upset that is a huge red flag to me because then i know if we are in a relationship and i am doing something to upset you i will know that you're just not gonna tell me and you're gonna sweep it under the rug and you're gonna pretend like everything is fine And then our issues will never get resolved and you'll just keep everything inside. So like if you're doing that in one aspect of your life, I know you're going to do it with me and no thank you. That is such not only a toxic, but just an unhealthy trait for not only like your partner, but also Mm -hmm. your fucking self. Yeah. Be aware, be attentive to like what the fuck is going on in your life Because all of that eventually translates to whoever you're hooking up to, whoever you're talking to, whoever you're trying to get into a relationship to. And that kind of makes me think of like my own deal breaker of like, I can't be with someone who is a glass half empty person. And probably people know what I mean by that. There are glass half empty people and glass half full people. Mm -hmm. If you're a glass half empty person where you just let things slide. You let people treat you the way that they treat you, but you don't like give a fuck about it or, or all you do is kind of, you know, push it to the side or say, you know, whatever, whatever happens with this is, is what it's going to be. That's such a turnoff to me. And I feel like I, okay. When I think of glass half empty, I think of like being pessimistic And then when I think of glass, yeah, glass half full, I think of like being positive and I'm almost talking about the people that are like so positive, but it's fake to the point because they're scared to have an opinion. Like people who are just want to please everyone, like say we're in a relationship together and I don't like your friend, but you're telling me one thing and you're telling them like, another thing like to where you're not being honest on how you feel and you're like scared to pick a side or scared to have an opinion like people with no backbone like or are scared to upset someone with their honest feelings okay well hello there's a new deal breaker for me people that don't have a backbone yeah that's what i'm trying to say oh that makes so much more sense okay yeah i get that fucking hardcore Yeah. If if you don't have like a foundation of like who you are, what you want, who you trust, 
and you can't like defend that part of yourself because you don't have this like metaphor metaphorical backbone that like screams insecurity and immaturity to me right and I think these people think they're doing something good with like keeping everyone happy but like yeah yeah, but it's not it's not gonna make everyone happy in the long run because you're not being honest and you're just saying what you're telling everyone what they want to hear so that there's no conflict yeah that 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 also kind of like um brings up a point of like two-faced people Mm -hmm. which again like to me personally roots back to like the concept of being immature if if you're two-faced and you just you just want what everybody else wants or you or you're trying to be this person that everybody wants you to be or like you said trying to please people because that's what you think they'll like that is such a huge I was going to say red flag, but honestly, a deal breaker to me. Yes. Deal breaker to me. Like, like I said, I've experienced this in friendships where I thought it would be something more. And then I was like, whoa, no way. And I didn't even think of this, but it kind of just goes like right into this. I just like was thinking of it right now mm-hmm. is the idea of like group think and like group mentality oh and God. boys who are just solely carbon copies of their friends. Oh my God. And like there's six guys in a group, but you, you could not tell who's who based on the way like that they're talking and what they're laughing at and stuff. Like if you, or like, Oh my God, this is even fucking worse. If you are one way, like with a girl you're interested in, and then you're a totally different way with your friends. Oh that is my god. Such a fucking red flag to me cuz again it's like oh to me you're saying you believe in this or you think this way and then with your friends you're just laughing along to whatever they say. Like that shows me that you're scared to be who you really are. You're scared to speak up for yourself. Like why are those your friends if you're not being your true self? Yes, and like I said earlier Hannah and I are 21. We're going for people that are around our age. We're not 16 anymore. And Mm -hmm. I don't expect you to act like we're 16 anymore. So if you are acting like you're fucking 16 with the, with the carbon copy of your friends and, and trying to still like fucking fit in with your friend group based off of their behaviors, their conversations with not only each other, but with girls in like our specific situations, that is such, I was going to say turnoff, but literally a deal breaker. Yeah. Because then it's confusing. It's like, which one's the real you, the one with me or the one with your friends? Like I'm, I'm confused here because are you just, again, telling me what I want to hear? And then you're telling your friends what they want to hear. Like, who are you? (laughs) Yeah. And then it's hard to kind of like navigate that or like dig that up when you're trying to like understand the real person because they're not being transparent to you right about who they fucking are yeah it's just like really unattractive when you think you know someone and then oh they're with their friends and you see this whole other side of them and you're like wait what yeah I fucking agree and I feel like with that being said I'm just gonna cut our conversation (laughs) and take another fucking 180 like we always do Mm -hmm. and turn it to another subject of mine 
that is a major red flag. And I, I don't even feel like this is just me personally. It's, it's Hannah. I can guarantee it is somebody listening that has this same red flag. And it is having too much PDA too soon. Or honestly, in general. I am like someone who personally hates PDA. And I can understand that some people don't hate it. Some people enjoy it. Some people have that as like their fucking love language. I understand that it's like a very black and white, like sort of divided concept. I like and specifically talking about though PDA that is just happening too soon. And I've had experiences both in relationships, but also in hookups of like PDA. I like feel like this is such a red flag in like a relationship where you're showing me too much PDA in front of my family that you've just met or my friends that you've just met. I don't feel like that's okay. I don't feel like those people in my life know us enough. I've been at a bar before and I've I've had a plan to have like gotten with this person, you know, after the night at the bar or or whatever. And obviously I'm talking to this person like all night long, like our goal is to ultimately go home with each other. But like, <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it besides the foreplay starts too soon. Please like do not show me too much PDA in front of our friend group, in front of like the entire fucking bar that we're drinking at. <laughs> Can we just wait till we get home? Like, please stop touching me before we even get like to like a private room, like whatever. I can't handle that on both sides of the like, like relationship dating spectrum of like being in a serious like relationship with someone, but also like just trying to fucking hook up with someone. I hate it. And it is such a red flag to me. Hannah, take it away. <laughs> I have some bad news. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like I actually have a different perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tell me. I'm ashamed, but I feel like I've recently transformed because as you were saying that, I was like, do I agree? Because I, I used, no, honestly, I'm just trying to be honest here. (laughs) Taylor's like, what the fuck? I thought you had my back. Okay. Be honest. Be honest. I want this. Okay. Here is my take on it. I am a thousand percent with you on the say like hookup new relationship whatever when it is around your friends and your family like people you know that gives me such anxiety because I hate the feeling feeling like I am making other people uncomfortable so if it's people I care about, like if I'm introducing you to my family and I like people that I care about their opinion and know, and you are just making out with me or even just like putting your arm around me, like I am uncomfortable because I don't want to make other people feel weird. But as you were just saying that, I was like, I feel like in certain situations, I love PDA. Like when it's around strangers like even if it's in a bar and like friends aren't around or like 
the other week I was on a date and we were like being really touchy at dinner. I like loved that because there wasn't anyone I knew that was around. That's actually like the opposite of a red flag for me. I'm like, yes, fucking touch me. Like, let's go. (laughs) I do agree. I do think I need to like shift my little red flag opinion of PDA. I love it when it's random. Okay, great. Because I, this like, this may sound weird, but I like don't get uncomfortable by other strangers PDA. I'm, I'm like, oh, yay, like, love exists. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I, like, honestly enjoy it. Not gonna lie. It's not like I'm fucking watching with binoculars. Okay, but I, I get that. But if I'm, like, passing people who, like, kiss or fucking holding hands, I honestly love to see that. Like, it makes me really happy. That makes so much sense to me because half of my anxiety, like, in terms of, like, partners, relationships come from, like, expressing that PDA to people that know me Mm -hmm. but expressing that PDA to strangers doesn't affect me the opposite this is is the same if I'm seeing people like have like PDA on like a fucking street I'm not affected because I don't know them but if I'm with like friends people I know family and I and I see it and it's like excessive I'm like ugh. I know that person and it's like strange. Yeah. Like if I'm like doing PDA with someone near you, are you going to be like, Han, stop. So (laughs) I feel like it like differentiate, differentiate. (laughs) Okay. Country. (laughs) Back to my country accent. I feel like it differentiates between what we've been talking about this entire episode of like relationships or like hookups. Like This past, like, hot girl summer vibe we've been on, and I'm, like, seeing you with, like, other people, I'm not affected. Like, I love that for you, and I'm not disgusted, but if if I, like, were to see it with, like, maybe someone you were in a relationship with, then I'd be, like, okay, enough. You can do that elsewhere. So, I think it depends on, like, the type of relationship that you're in. Dude, I, like totally agree and that's kind of weird that we think like that honestly because you because <laughs> you would think like if someone's in a relationship and like happy in love you'd be like oh yay like good for them but like if they're just with random people you're like more happy but I view it the same way yeah and it, it probably is because if they're in a relationship they can do it elsewhere and like they're with each other all the time so it's like okay can you like enjoy your other friends here and not yeah making out with someone you see every day so I do get that it is different but it kind of sucks that it's different <laughs> yeah no I get that I I understand how most people would think the opposite no I think like people agree with us to where if people are like in relationships we're like okay we get it but like oh okay, yeah I see okay yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah but if you're like fucking random you're like, yeah, people are like, get yes, it, go yes. for it. Yeah. That's probably because we're like, when people are single, you're just like trying to root them on. And True. When yeah. You're like, okay. You're like, Stop. okay. I probably because like you're the you're fucking jealous? single person and you're <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I get it. And no, I get it. Get this love out of my face. <laughs> yeah. Oh it. my God. And that's what it is too. Because when it's someone you know, 
you are so close to them. So you're like kind of jealous of them because you're like, oh, I'm so yes. close to this person. Why do they get loved? And I don't. It's like that jealousy inside you. But again, if it's like strangers on the street and they're like a married couple and they're making out, like I'm not affected by that at all. I'm like, yes, love is alive. I don't know that. <laughs> That's so fucked. <laughs> it is fucked, but it makes a lot of sense in my fucked mind so yeah let me let me know if it makes sense in your mind <laughs> I yeah, don't fucking I, know I think it does but I think we just uncovered the root of it true okay 180 we're gonna talk about sex another 180 <laughs> <laughs> what else do you expect okay so this is just like a turnoff I think it's not well actually is it a deal breaker it might be. <laughs> I actually really care this about whole, this. Not this whole lie. episode. I think this is a red flag, but I think it's a deal breaker. Yeah. No, because like turnoffs and red flags are just like a nicer, softer version of like saying this is a deal breaker. True. True. So when people are mute in bed. <gasps> oh, I actually think God. this is a deal breaker. Like I'm not kidding because this like makes or breaks my experience yes and like you can learn like I'm here for the learning yeah 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 but like if you don't say anything or moan at all I'm I feel it's because I am gonna feel uncomfortable I'm gonna be so confused with where you're at if you're enjoying it also what you want like I love super like communicative sex where it's like do this do that or like you're just both telling each other what you want or you're just like moaning or you're just fucking saying something if you're silent I am so uncomfortable that's not only uncomfortable it's scary (laughs) and and I want it to end as soon as possible yes I'm terrified of you (laughs) and I don't want to see you or let alone have sex with you again I already can't hear you. Like, I don't want to see you again. <laughs> Literally, that is, that is so fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Mute sex. <laughs> I fucking agree. I get it if people are, like, shy and they're, like, scared. Like, say it's your first time hooking up with someone and they're like, oh, oh I don't know yeah. what they want me to say. Again, just fucking say anything. <laughs> like, that is better. <laughs> Like, say anything, fucking throw anything at me, and I will turn it into what it should be. Like, I cannot deal with the silence. I don't know if this relates or, like, translates to this, but I feel like the way that, I don't know, it might parallel to the way that they're just, like, scared or insecure of, like, what the other person is doing or what the other person is feeling, so they just feel like they're, like, comfortable bubble or like safe space is to not fucking talk but I want to point out if someone is like okay if if you're having sex with someone and they are not trying to please you and they're just trying to please themselves that is a red flag and honestly Mm -hmm. if like someone's relationship with me starts off with sex it's at some point like a deal breaker for me as well I I I don't even think it comes from a place of like being egotistical or like so confident that you don't give a fuck about the other person I don't know where it comes from please let me know if you are this person but I can't deal with like having sex with someone who only wants to please themselves 
sex is not a one way or like a one person like event. That's what masturbation is for. Yeah. (laughs) Please like provide something for me. And if you're not, I was going to say there's one or two things that could happen. There's not. There's one thing that could happen. And that is that I will never sleep with you again. I feel like there are people listening to this who are going to be like, fuck you, Taylor, then don't sleep with me again. Because I feel like a lot of people don't care. They're like, oh, I'm just in it for myself. But I am here to tell you that like, once you actually care about the other person, the sex will be better for you too. I was going to say, it makes you 10 times more turned on if you know that the other person is turned on. Yes. If they are like, into you and doing things to please you you're like oh my god like this is amazing and then you want to do it back right watching that person get off of off of something that you're doing to them is so fucking hot yeah if you're just like being a taker and you're just take take taking and then you're done and you're not like giving anything back like first of all that's just rude (laughs) but it is but that's just yeah. really unattractive and yeah you yeah like you said you won't sleep with them again but I feel like there are people out there who are like well fuck fuck it I don't care like I don't care that you won't but you're missing out and one day you're gonna wake up and be like man I wish I ate pussy that night true I was gonna say that I feel like that was like the root of my like entire topic of like if you're not pleasing me that's a turn off Half of that has to do with how guys will go, in my situation, guys will go an entire round of sex not eating me out. What are you doing? I'm giving you head for so long. I'm getting enraged (laughs) now, by the way. Good. What? What are you doing? (laughs) What? If you are someone who identifies as the male species, please god damn it give head to the other individual that's what i have to do have you had a bunch of those experiences where they haven't done that back to you i feel like i have which is why i'm in so enraged by this i feel like like a lot of the majority of guys that i've hooked up with are just in it for themselves and and they're here to like have a good like blowjob experience and they don't give a fuck about (laughs) you're gonna like slap me but I think I think every person I've had sex with like has done it like back to me but I like recently had that thought honestly a few days ago oh this is such a big conversation of girls always saying that guys don't do it back to them and like I haven't experienced that yet and then I was getting sad because I know I probably will (laughs) and I'm just like sad but I feel like I haven't found that yet. And I, I, and I feel this is why I'm annoyed too, is because I haven't had that experience. Like people have done it back to me and I am like overly so grateful for that. Like I'm so grateful that that's happened to me and that I can't relate to what you're saying. And it shouldn't be that I shouldn't be like thanking the heavens above that someone (laughs) ate my fucking pussy. Like that should just be a given that we both do it to each other. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be like, I shouldn't be the like the exception here okay so if you relate to me more than you do to hannah listen the fuck up do not click off this episode stay tuned here's what you have to do as you are like leading up to the like actual sex with this person and you're talking you're you're sending things you're sexting 
this is your opportunity to find out if they are like so egotistical and so into themselves where where you already know that they will not be pleasing you. And I feel like the way to navigate that is to talk to the person when you're, whether you're sending like sexts over like fucking iMessage or you're taking it back to fucking middle school and you're still Snapchatting. Stop. Stop, period. Anyway, if they are all about themselves and they are like, initiating the sexting and and the and the fucking videos and the pictures that's fine if they're initiating but I feel like you need to ask yourself am I into this do I want this like where they are initiating the sexting and the nudes do you get the impression that they are just doing it for themselves so they can get off Or do you get the intuitive, like, vibe that they are doing it so that, like, you can send things back and also please yourself? And I know there's, like, a very fine line there with that. It's it's honestly, in my own experience, really tricky to, like, differentiate, differentiate. Oh, my God. (laughs) The country. (laughs) This is what being in Pennsylvania for a fucking fucking year does to me. It's hard to differentiate that, but honest to God, the like quote unquote talking stage can really like pull that piece of information out. So the way that they even like speak to you, send things to you, initiate things for you can give you a great sense of whether they're in it for their own pleasure Mm -hmm. or also for yours. I feel like people are like, oh, well, I'm not in a relationship, so I don't have to give anything to them. Like, I'm just looking in it to get pleasure for myself. We talked about this at the very beginning of the podcast. Even if you're just a hookup situation, you still want some form of connection, even if it's just fun for the night. Right. Like, like in the beginning of the episode, we were like, don't just talk about yourself. And also, this is the same thing. Don't just worry about your own needs mm-hmm. like in the bedroom. Right. Like, you got to give and take here. Right. Give and take. So we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was really fun to record. This I did was not think so we were going to get this fired up. This content piece was something that I literally was not lying in the beginning of this episode that we had for so long since we even started this podcast. Yeah. And the way that it went, I feel like not only do we feel so good about it, but I really feel like you guys will relate to this. And if you do, please let us know both within like Instagram DMs, reviews, ratings. Please let us please. know. Please do a little give and take action. Yes. You give us a review. You give us yeah. that. And we will take that and execute what you want from us. A little give and take. Okay. <laughs> So with that, we will see you.